Hey there, Quajo here. And if you haven't heard my voice, I'm the new host of the Art of Online Business. Quick update on my new offer. I did not expect the initial launch spots to sell out so fast. I'm talking about Facebook ad setup to success, which is one-on-one -on -one Facebook ads coaching for the driven course creator from me, three Zoom calls within a month and unlimited support in between so that you can run your lead generation campaigns, your launch campaigns, your SLO, self-liquidating offer funnels, exactly like I would, getting all my tips and tricks and strategies plus just unlimited support inside of Slack or Voxer or one lady's even doing it from inside of Messenger with screen recordings, Loom recordings, this sort of thing, questions. This is what I'm doing, but all those limited spots that at the initial launch price, they are gone. And I just wanted to explain that out of integrity to the people who took those first spots, um, the price has gone up and there are one, there's one spot maybe two if I do some scheduling jujitsu for May, otherwise we're booking into June. You can click on the link in the description below to find out more, or you can go to theartofonlinebusiness.com forward slash call if you need that kind of one-on-one -on -one Facebook help. All right, back to the episode. We strategized, okay, like, first of all, this is normal in a launch, like, it, you have to keep going. You can't just fizzle out where you're like, okay, this isn't exactly going how I wanted it. So let me like hide in the shadows. Let me back away. Let me, you know, not reach out and ask for support. But because I had affiliates, I did reach out and I don't think we like changed tactics or anything. It was just like, keep going. So I kept emailing. I think I ran a Q and A the next week. And again, we ended up at 60 K and the, yeah. I think it was like 67% of sales came in on the last day. Well, hey there, my name's Quajo, and I've been coaching with Rick for several years inside of the Accelerator. If you're wondering, where's Rick and why is it Quajo? Well, Rick is on his sabbatical and he has tasked me with the wonderful opportunity and honor of recording some podcast episodes for you. And you are in a super special treat today whenever you're listening to this podcast episode because i interview laura sprinkle who's the creator of rocky affiliate program so her clients have included amy porterfield todd herman selena sue and a bunch of other names including brian johnson of heroic her clients all together have made 33 million dollars in extra launch revenue because of her affiliate training Wow. And during the episode, she's going to share the four phases of an affiliate launch and a script that she shares will help either you or your affiliates rise to the top of a leaderboard. And make sure to listen to the end where she shares something even more important than having all the right swipe files for your affiliates and trainings and the script that can take you to the top of the leaderboard. It's that good. And now... Let's go to the episode. Laura, what do you want to tell us? Like how, how could we use affiliates to grow our programs? Mm. In so many ways. Uh, and I love that you, you know, brought it back to connections and asking for support. 
I think so many of us, myself included, got into being a business owner and and creating a course because I'm like, I don't want to be in corporate. I want to be independent. I want to create my own wealth. I don't want to have caps on my income, like all this stuff. And it's very solo driven, right? Like we have to be solo driven. We have to be scrappy and willing to do the things that nobody else is willing to do in order to make it as these listeners have. And there comes a limit with doing things on your own and you are capping yourself if you are not willing to ask for support. Um, You're capping yourself in terms of your impact that you can make, in terms of the amount of money you can make, uh, the freedom that you can actually have in your business as you're growing. And so for me, affiliate programs are like 17 birds, one stone, right? It's having more fun and it's like, it's a big, it's a big freaking deal. (laughs) Uh, It's having more fun in my business. It is asking for support and being able to reach out to others, not feeling so lonely and like I'm doing everything on my own. And it's a super strategic way to get more qualified leads and sales in my business. So if I've been able to you know, hit that six figure launch mark on my own, I'm going to be able to hit that million dollar mark when I invite other people to come on board. Okay. So I'm just gonna have to pause you right there because I'm sure most people listening right now are like, okay, yes, we've had our first like already five figure month. We've had hopefully a six figure launch by now. But that's a big gap from going from just us and our audiences, um, maybe we're running paid ads, to running an affiliate program. Like, what is that? I know you're going to talk about creating connections and like how to ask for support, but what does that entail, really? Setting up, and how do you do it well? Mm. Well, it entails a lot. That's why, you know, that's why this is my bread and butter. <laughs> and... And the doing it well part is really, I love that you asked that as well, because so many people, and I don't blame them, but so many people are like, okay, great. I want to tap into the power of partnerships and affiliates. I think that sounds cool. I see people doing it. And then they go and find, you know, a platform, whatever platform, and they set up affiliate links and maybe they send an invite of like, Hey, we just started an affiliate program, sign up here. And then are really disappointed when that doesn't result in mass amounts of leads and a ton more sales and like 10x revenue growth and all these things that I have seen for our clients uh, actually in, in real life. And so they're like, Where, where's the money? This doesn't work. I'd rather just continue to pay Mark Zuckerberg, <laughs> which I have nothing right. against running ads, obviously, coming on, coming on this show. And I think that we can pay the people uh, in our audience and in our colleagues for more for more revenue. Um, and so, so there's four phases really to creating an affiliate program that actually works, that will actually get you those leads and sales. So the first part is really, are you attracting the right fit affiliate partners? Mm-hmm. We can dive more into that. So attraction. Next is activation. And this is the part where a lot of folks fall off the map. So uh, activation is between when somebody says yes and when they actually start promoting. And there's a few different tactics and strategies 
that make it way more likely that people are actually going to share, right? It's really easy to be like, yeah, totally. I'll share something, but we're busy, right? We're busy humans. So things come up. So activation. Uh, and then once people actually start promoting, we call that amplification because there's so many ways that we get people to actually promote a little bit more than they thought they were going to and be really, really happy about it because they're seeing way bigger results. We hear this all the time from affiliates for our clients of like, wow, that was so much fun. I made more than I thought I was going to. I promoted more than I thought I was going to. Uh, and then the final phase, which really just circles right back into attraction is appreciation. So how to do payouts and all of that. So, I mean, it is like a, it's a hefty thing. And once you set it up, so attract, activate, amplify, appreciate, it becomes a system and a cycle you can use over and over and over. Like you were saying, Quajo, you just spent, you know, 10 hours this weekend creating SOPs, which like no one wants to work on the weekend. And it's putting all these systems in place that will pay you off in the, you know, in the long term. You didn't have to air out my dirty laundry. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> especially anybody that works with me um, as an ad client uh, knows that I'm not supposed to be working on Friday. So thank you for telling everybody no, that. He wasn't working. That was a lie. It wasn't the weekend. It was just, you know, in the evening. <laughs> right, right. And evening. A weekday. Okay. All right. So I am super intrigued by what you said, especially about attraction. Um, because I have had a course before I did the ads agency and I know how hard it was to get people to, even when I offered them a good amount of affiliate commission to just go out and, or to work with me and be an affiliate. But then the ones that did the amplification state or the activation stage, which is funny. I feel like when you say activation, we're talking like cloak and dagger CIA kind of spy movie, you know, like, um, anyway, to get them to actually share the resources I share with them. So like, please jump in and, and tell us how we can do these four phases. Right. Yeah. So I think when it comes to attraction, which is super duper important. So you might hear other people call this recruitment. I just like the way attraction sounds much better. And also energetically, like when you set this up, well, like I have people ask me at the end of podcast interviews or, you know, when I'm out at events, I have people ask me, Hey, can I be your affiliate? And we often find that with clients when they turn from, I'm going to go knock on people's doors and recruit to I'm going to create the best program I can. And then people come to us. So it also is true, right? Recruitment versus attraction. Not that you asked that. Uh, but I do think that attraction in this phase really does come down to real relationships, genuine connections, and a willingness to be vulnerable and ask for support, which is like a real big vulnerability for me, which is why I believe this ended up being my my calling and my work is to teach others um, so that I can continue my personal growth through this process. Uh, and I will say, whether you think that you are ready to optimize your affiliate program, maybe you've done it before and you're listening and you're like, oh, I really want to go for it. Or, you know, you're like, I want to do that in the future. That's not right for me right now. No matter where you are in your business, please be building 
connections and relationships because you want to be putting coins in that relationship bank way before you need to ask Mm -hmm. for the support. Um, So I think that's super duper important. And you're going to be able to grow your business way faster through those relationships than continuing to like white knuckle it on your own. So then when you have built up these relationships over time is when I would recommend that you, you really ask for support. And I don't, I think people, you know, want to use all these fancy tactics and I could definitely share some, you know, attraction horror stories, if you will, of things that don't work when it comes to attracting affiliates. Uh, And so really what works is that personal, hey, I think this would be an awesome partnership. You know, we're offering this commission and you had mentioned, you know, oh, I've offered really, really good commissions and people have said yes. And then they don't actually promote sometimes. And so I definitely want to, I want to touch on that. And when it comes to attraction, like, yes, the commission is important. And I've found over and over and over again, across hundreds of launches, that what really makes a difference in someone being excited to share and saying yes, and then actually sharing and going above and beyond is not necessarily, you know, the highest commission percentage. It's really their relationship to you and their relationship to your offer and how much they believe it can help their audience. Oh, really? Because, you know, I'm, I was about to ask you, what is the right commission? What's the best about? So are you, are you going to dodge that one or is there? No, I mean, I'm happy to, I'm happy to dive into it. I will say there are certain people and some of them have been my clients, adore them, but who are big names in the industry and they've really popularized the 50% commission. Um, I'm not against 50% commission per se. I also don't think that it's 100% necessary to do 50% commission, uh, especially when you are not already doing millions of dollars on your own. Um, and especially when you've got hard costs associated with your program, like if it's not a solely like scalable digital offer, right? If you're doing some some done for you elements or things like that. Um, I really love for course creators between 30 and 40% commission. Um, I've seen that work really well and still attract high quality affiliates. And then you also have more of a, a buffer for budget for really fun contests and prizes as well. Um, still really reward the people that are doing well. But more important than commission, Oh yeah, but more important than commission is the relationship. The relationship. Why is that though? I mean, it makes so much sense, right? Because if I am sharing something that I care about, then I'm going to continue to care about it. I'm going to continue to go above and beyond for this relationship. And... I believe that people are sharing things with their audience, again, not just because of the money. There are, sure, influencers or folks that are only creating revenue for themselves through affiliate programs. And at the same time, often those folks are sharing things through affiliate programs that have a really small percentage of commission, right? They're sharing physical products on their social media accounts. Um But at the end of the day, what sells is personal stories. And so 
you know, let's say that you're offering a really high commission and someone jumps on just for the money and they're like, okay, great. I'm going to send one email. You know, they're not going to convert really well. They might not come back for more. They, they don't have a personal connection to what they're actually selling. Whereas someone who does might have a really small audience. We found this time and time again, where people have either no audience as related to the product or a really, really tiny audience, like a hundred people, less than 500 people. They love the offer so much that they're going to make a personalized list. They're going to be like, who is everybody I know that could use this service, this product, this offer, this program, who's everybody I know. I'm going to personally reach out to them on social media and say, I took this program. It changed my life. I think it would be great for you because of X, Y, Z. And they're often the ones on the leaderboard. And you know, the big players are like, what, how's that person above me on this leaderboard? <laughs> but it's because wow. of that personal connection. Personal connection. Uh, do you then like in your program or in general, when you're coaching people, is there a template for how to take the personal connection or the passion about the affiliate offer that you're an affiliate, the offer that you're an affiliate for and, and make this work? Like, how do you, how do you teach somebody to do that? Yeah. So this is where that activation period comes in because I will say we found that people who have smaller audiences or who are your customers and clients and you're, and you're, you know, you've invited them, you've attracted them and you're trying to activate them to go all in. They might not be used to a big affiliate launch or an affiliate promo. They might require a little bit more training and it is so worth it. So, so worth it. If you haven't already determined that. Uh, and so during the attraction phase, it's when you're training your affiliates on how to sell on your behalf. And you're also providing them with really great resources. So I like to say, you know, wherever their audience is and their audience could be again, personal outreach, it could be on social media, it could be their email list, wherever their audience is, you want to help them and train them on how to sell on that medium and also provide really great assets to make it super duper easy. So like for our clients, we even provide assets for that personal outreach, even though it's, you know, I just gave you the script on what you can say if you are an affiliate and you're promoting somebody and you want to rise to the top of the leaderboard, even with a tiny audience. That's exactly what I would say. I would make a list of people you think would, you know, kick butt with that offer and reach out to them personally with the script that I used earlier. But having that script in your promo and your resources area for your affiliates who have smaller audiences is huge. They're really going to appreciate it. So uh, that script needs to be somewhere. I'm going to see what I can do to get that into the show notes. So keep going. Um, because this amplification part, I'm, I'm going to say, like, I don't completely get it. How do you, like, what's what's key to the amplification page? At, or what's key to the amplification phase but then more importantly for my brain that's learning this as you're teaching it, what happens to an affiliate launch if there's no amplification phase? Like if the product is evergreen? Or if we just skip over this phase. Oh, if we skip. So um, so there's attraction. Mm -hmm. Then there's activation. So that's between when they say yes and when they start promoting. And then it goes into amplification. So amplification is when 
they actually start promoting. So if you're doing a live launch, it would be your live launch window. If it's, um, if you have an evergreen product, you know, you're probably creating these live windows for a specific affiliate to pop into, right? Like I might be able to sign up for something and say, okay, great. This is the five day window that I'm going to be doing a launch to my audience, even though this product is evergreen, which is what I'd recommend for evergreen folks. Um, but what often happens if you try to skip the activation phase, which is when you're doing training, when you're providing those resources, when you're, uh, you know, getting people excited to actually go and promote, uh, is that people don't promote, right? Like we often see 70, 80, 90% of affiliates that we attract actually go ahead and promote. So I do want to say there's always a percentage of people unless you're talking to, you know, one person at a time, but there's always a percentage of people that are going to say yes and they're not going to promote. And it's not because, can I swear on here? Um, yeah, Rick swears. I don't really swear, but that's okay. Cause this is Rick's podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like the people, right. Have you ever signed up for an affiliate program and an affiliate link and not shared it? Uh, no. Wow. Okay, well, you would be the only person I've ever asked that question to who has said no. <laughs> Let me qualify that. The affiliate links. So the time, the reason that I signed up for affiliate programs was to uh, da, 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 make extra money. And so um, most of them were software links. And I went out and shared them because I was very interested in bringing in that extra revenue. And the one time that I can remember where I was admitted into a course like affiliate program was because I reached out to the creator. And at that point when she had shared her link, one, I wanted to get affiliate revenue, but then two, I knew that she could see um, if I was driving traffic. And so I didn't want to be that person that had a link and didn't do anything with it. So yeah, I actually have always shared my affiliate links. Wow. You are like, a god among men, I guess, Quajo, because maybe, maybe every, cash. <laughs> every time I ask that question on any type of training, I raise my hand, and so does everyone else. And I, you know, I like to say it's not because we're assholes. Like we're not like, oh, let me go sign up for all these programs and then not follow mm. through. I believe we all sign up with intentions of sharing, and things come up. All right. Like we might not be signing up with intention of like, I want to be top on the leaderboard, but we do want to share it with a few people. Um, but, but things happen. Right. And so if you skip over the communication, the training, you don't make it easy for me to find my links. You don't make it easy for me to know the messaging around what you're selling. You don't make it easy for me to know when I should actually promote right? Like if I don't know the exact dates, if it's a live launch, for example, um, then I'm much more likely to let everything else in my life take up space and, and not actually get to promoting. So, I mean, we find way more people follow through just like yourself. <laughs> Apparently Quaid is an incredible affiliate. Everybody go, go recruit him. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get all these pitches now. Hey, um, sure. Let's, let's go. <laughs> um, so way more likely for people to follow through and then way more likely that they're actually going to send you qualified leads because it's one thing to send somebody traffic. 
It's another thing entirely to send somebody right fit people. Because let's say I'm going to use you as an example, if that's okay. okay. Yeah. So let's say that you were wanting referrals or, you know, you're doing an affiliate program for Facebook ads. Mm -hmm. And I went and I'm like, all I know, right. And like, all I know is you're doing Facebook ads. That's like what's in my head. And so I'm going and I'm telling random people that are in my life. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Quajo is going to fly to your house and he is going to sit at your computer and he's going to set up your ads for you. And he's going to like take all these videos and these pictures of you, right? Like, and you're like, no, don't tell people oh, that. You have to come <laughs> up with a package for that. I mean, yeah, maybe. And maybe <laughs> or like, let's say that you actually have a course. Yeah. On, on running Facebook ads, but I'm going and I'm telling people that you're doing done for you, right? It's like these little things that that make a huge difference, right? And how I'm positioning you to my audience. So it could be a messaging thing. It could be a tactical, practical, here's what's in what you're getting thing. Um, but you want to make sure that people are sharing the right information. And the best way to do that is to have those templates and training mm, available. Okay. Like actual email templates. Oh, yes, for sure. And you want swipe email in your affiliate promo packet. And then video training too? We always do video trainings for our affiliates, um, either a live training where we're getting everybody excited. We're, ta- we're walking through the dates. We are, um, I actually have a whole framework for this training. Um, and we're, you know, we're announcing contests and prizes if we have those. So. Take a moment to pause for the sponsor of this episode. If you need help making your Facebook ads work like you hoped they had worked from the beginning, head over to my website, quayjo.com and fill out a contact form there and we can see how I can help you. I'm a Facebook ads manager and I've also been coaching with Rick for several years now, which means in addition to managing Facebook ads, unlike other Facebook ads managers, I can dive into your funnel, your lead magnet, your opt-in page, your webinar, your email sequences, and optimize it so that you are able to work with more of the people who you were meant to serve. My website is quayjo.com. Head over there, you can book a call with me, and we can talk how I could fix your funnels, fix your Facebook ads, or even manage your Facebook ads for you. And now back to the episode. Okay, so you're doing the video training for your affiliates. You're giving them the swipe files. What else ensures that this is going to go swimmingly well? The biggest thing is actually not the the training or the swipe files. Those are really important and super duper helpful. And the biggest thing is continued communication, which makes sense because the basis of the best relationships is communication. And the same is true when it comes to your affiliate partnerships. So assigning somebody on your team to be in touch with people throughout the entire process is super duper important, whether that is personal check-ins, which I highly recommend, um, whether that's sending emails, also recommend, or if you're going to run some type of group or community, we've seen people do it on Slack, on Instagram, on Facebook. 
there's a lot of different, you know, strategies as far as getting people excited to continue promoting. And it's really important that you personally check in. Something that we really love to do with folks who do have a team member uh, and, you know, the person has a relationship with that CEO. So with Rick, but Rick doesn't necessarily have time to go check everybody's emails and see who's emailing. Doesn't have time to go check everybody's social media to see who's actually posting and tagging him. And so we have somebody on the team who is looking at all of that and compiles a short list of three to five names every day, for example, and says, Hey, Rick, can you reach out to Quajo? Can you reach out to Laura? Can you reach out to Stacy? Um, Quajo is, you know, unexpectedly crushing it. So just send him some love. Laura said she was going to promote, but she hasn't had any traffic yet. So could you just give her a little nudge? I'm just calling myself out here. Uh, you know, <laughs> Stacy, so like their name where to reach out in a quick little note. And we've seen really great results with that. And, you know, it is that personal touch from Rick or the CEO or the creator. And they're not, you know, spending all this admin time searching and looking for stuff. Okay. All right. So before we started recording, I had asked, and, and we're not done with this episode, but I had asked you, Okay, well, your program, Rock the Rock Your Affiliate program, how do you sell it? And you just kind of looked at me and you're like, well, I sell it most through affiliates, of course. I'm like, duh. <laughs> um, did you always sell it through affiliates? Like, how did you start out? Mm, great question. So the first time that I launched Rock Your Affiliate program, I did not use affiliates. I... I mean, my goal with that launch was really, let me just create this webinar. Let me create the actual program. Um, You know, I wasn't like, oh, let me go get a bunch of revenue from this. And so I used personal outreach from the relationships that I had made um, running affiliate programs and just being in business for several years. So I used personal outreach. I also, uh, I had a webinar and I just emailed my, my pretty small list at the time. And I got 25 people to sign up for my webinar. And I think three, two or three people were on live. And I'm like, great. Like I had to create the webinar. I believe I was creating it up until the very last second. And the final three slides were not designed. They were just black and white text. Oh, no. Because uh, that's my style. Because I'm a deadline chaser. So We've been there before. I've been there before. Right. Just not on the weekends. I'm just not on the weekends, never working on the weekends, of course. And I, so I launched it, you know, this 25 person launch list and we made a few sales. I invited a few clients to come in as well. So I believe we had like eight students. I made 15 K, which was awesome. And I created the program, um, you know, live during, during that time. And my webinar had been titled how to double your launch revenue without creating more content, spending money on ads or something. I don't remember, but anyway, that was my webinar title. And so this was January, 2020. 
And then in May of 2020, I was like, okay, well, I have to follow my own advice now. I have to go find some affiliates and make sure that I can double my launch revenue to make sure that this thing works. Okay. <laughs> so, so I found eight people eight affiliates. They were just my friends. I really did not, you know, go outside and try to attract a bunch of names um, or even a bunch of like, you know what I mean? Like I was just staying within my little circle. So eight folks shared my webinar. I was running the same webinar, although I did design those last three, last three slides, um, sharing the same webinar. And I think they brought in 200. Yeah, it was 297 leads. So immediately 10 X the amount of leads just through having a handful of folks share. Uh, and then we four X our sales. So we went from $15,000 to $60,000 and only four affiliates made sales. Whoa. Okay. So okay. eight shared four made sales and we, forexed our overall revenue and I doubled my take home revenue because I was doing 50% commission at the time. Uh, and I was like, all right, I just proved that this can work. You can double your launch revenue with affiliates. So what came first, the chicken or the egg for you? It was the egg. Exactly. All right. All right. Well, okay. Um, was it all smooth sailing? Oh, Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Uh, I mean, not just in terms of that launch, although that launch was not even smooth sailing, but I will say, and actually I, I did a debrief call, which is now a bonus in my program, um, where I got super, super vulnerable with those affiliates. I ran the debrief for them and I was just sharing like behind the scenes. And so I ran, I think we did two webinars for those 297 people. I don't remember the split, you know, I mean, this was back in 2020. So I don't remember all the details, but um, I ran two webinars. It was like a Wednesday and a Thursday and Friday afternoon, I had not made any sales. Zero. And I was devastated. I'm like, this doesn't work. I don't know what I'm doing. I can't believe I invited affiliates on board. And now this is going worse than last time, right? At least the first time when I had three people and I made one sale on my webinar, <laughs> but this is like not going well. And the benefit of having a small handful of affiliates who were actually my friends too, was I got out Voxer and I sent my friend Chantel a message. I was like crying um, so on the debrief call that I mentioned that I, the bonus debrief, I actually played that Voxer for everybody because I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like this isn't working, et cetera. So immediately like she had a stake in it, right? Like she wanted to do well as an affiliate also as my friend. And so she popped on Voxer. I don't know if we hopped on a call and, and she, we strategized. Okay. Like, first of all, this is normal in a launch, like it, you have to keep going. You can't yeah. just fizzle out. I don't know if you've ever done this yourself, Quajo. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Where you're like, okay, this isn't exactly going how I wanted it. So let me like hide in the shadows. Let me back away. Let me, you know, not reach out and ask for support. But because I had affiliates, I did reach out 
And, you know, I don't remember, I don't think we like changed tactics or anything. It was just like, keep going. So I kept emailing. I think I ran a Q&A the next week. And again, we ended up at 60K. And the, yeah. I think it was like 67% of sales came in on the last day. I was going to share that earlier. Like it's every successful course creator knows the struggle after you give the webinar, maybe a trickle of sales happen and it's like nothing. And you're like, please God, let this stat be true that on the final cart close day, 60% of my sales will come in. <laughs> exactly. And on the final day, everyone finally decided that they were right for this offer. And right. I mean, I do it too. I said, I'm a deadline chaser. I will sign, I'm queen of signing up for something at the very last possible moment. And so that is also why it's so important to send so many dang emails on the final day <laughs> to remind Preach. people like myself that, hey, this ship is sailing. You got to get on board. Uh, so, I mean, so not really smooth sailing as far as that, as far as the, the emotions. Um, and I think that 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 little microcosm plays out so often on a broader spectrum where things dip in our businesses. And if we don't have that support network, if we are not creating connections, our tendency is let me hide, let me back away, let me lean back and go in the woods or <laughs> I love the woods. So let me go in the woods or not go to conferences or you know what I mean? We're like, I need to go figure this out myself on my own because I am scrappy and I can do it. And then I can come back and I can share the nuggets and, oh, people, oh, wow. I never knew that you were like depressed during those months, Laura. Uh, I'm calling myself out here, right? When we're backing away. But every single time, and then I'm like, oh, wait, the thing that gets me out of this is reaching out is asking for support, is leaning in, is going even though I feel uncomfortable, is admitting, hey, I'm struggling right now, y'all. And the beautiful connections and conversations that I've had with business owners when I'm willing to raise my hand and say, I'm struggling right now, y'all, like they've changed my life, truly. Yeah. Um, I don't, I didn't mean to, woo, didn't know all these emotions were going to come up, but yeah, it's all good. <laughs> They're so important because otherwise, like, you know, I would have quit and like, I would have quit my business. I maybe would have quit being around and we don't want people to do that. So connections mm -hmm. are really, really important. Mm -mm. I'm glad you didn't quit. And I'm sure lots of your clients are super, super, super blessed that you didn't quit because um, this affiliate thing is not easy. And so like the fact that you train well how to do it. Like, we need you. <laughs> we really do. <laughs> Tell us about that last appreciation phase, because there might be, uh, well, I'm hoping there's a few more nuggets in the this last part where we talk about paying people out. And then um, I want to know, how can, how can we get in touch with you? If somebody is stuck and wants to 8x, 6x, something x their launch, um, how can they get in touch with you? After, please the appreciation phase. Yeah. So appreciation 
is so much fun. And something that we have been suggesting to our clients recently, which is super fun, is actually hosting some type of a celebration call with their affiliates. Now, if you're doing evergreen or one-off affiliate launches, you could also host a debrief one-on-one with that person of like, okay, what went well? What will we do differently? When can we schedule this again for next year or whatever? Um, But if you have a lot of affiliates hosting some type of celebration, because there was just a lot of energy put into this experience. And so often as humans, we really ignore the things ending and things closing. And right, we're like very anti-death in general uh, as humans. And I'm not saying you need to like embrace death, but I do want us to embrace the fact that we've rallied this group of people who are sharing on our behalf and to have this moment of expressing gratitude for them, of handing out prizes, of ha- having them share their experience, it's just it's just really, really beautiful. So I, de- I definitely recommend some type of, you know, if you're woo, a closing ceremony, if you are not, like a celebration. Okay, um, and then also really being clear with your communication of this is when you're going to get paid, this is how... Um, and just really making sure that all the numbers add up. I think it's really always wise to, to double check that. And um, I mean, yeah, there's just so much beautifulness that goes into appreciation and appreciation done well leads right back into attraction because people are like, I'm coming back for this, right? I was just at an event and in the final moments of the event, they were like, did you have fun? Well, guess what? Tickets are on sale for next year. Right? Like I already bought my tickets for next year because I'm really excited. So it's like the same kind of loop that you want to create with your with your affiliates. So four phases. Awesome. How can somebody learn more from you? And like, how could somebody find that program who maybe has a launch coming up and need some affiliate support for their launch? Yeah, great question. So I've got a couple of different options. So if you want to get a taste, you know, maybe you heard me on this podcast and you're like, sounds good. And are her templates any good? Then I think that you um, should start with how to attract your dream affiliate partners. So that's a mini course. It's only $47. uh, And you can get that at laurasprinkle.com forward slash Rick. And if you do want to dig in, I have a I have a full program called Rock Your Affiliate Program, where I've got templates from how to set up your commissions, how to you know figure out the best launch mechanisms and, and email strategy around your affiliate program, all the way through attracting your affiliates, activating them to go all in and what resources to provide, amplifying those sales. So what to say to partners and when during the actual promotion all the way through making payouts and inviting them to come back for more. Um, so that's called Rock Your Affiliate Program. Uh, and you can find that at rockyouraffiliateprogram.com. Awesome. I think I'm going to end. And thank you for sharing that. That'll be linked up in the show notes below with an axiom. No man, no woman is an island. And uh, this is the way forward to how many X did you do on your launch once you put your affiliate system into place? So I did four X. I would say that most of our clients who are coming in, you know, I so my client, Lisa Johnson was doing 200 K on her own. Her first time using affiliates, she went to 2 million. So 
Oh my gosh. The 10X is super possible. I like to say to clients, like if you're not getting to 10X within, you know, three to five affiliate launches, then we need to talk because that is super duper possible. If you're not getting to 10X within three to five, because it does take practice, takes affiliate practice. launches. Yes. It's time to talk to Laura. Yeah. Well, I mean, talk to me before so that you can make that happen. <laughs> right, right. And, and super duper. Yeah. I mean, because we had another client, Jackie. She was doing 30K on her own. Her first time with affiliates, she hit 120K. So she hit her six-figure launch. And then the next time, she hit 300K with affiliates. So for me, I mean, this is the same with launches, right? It's never about the first launch. It's never about the first launch. It's never about the first affiliate launch. It's about continuing to use that system over and over and over again. Uh, that's where you're really going to see the results and you're going to be able to optimize and tweak. Um, so I know, you know, you had stopped and now I'm like, let's keep talking about it. Let's keep talking. No, we keep talking. We're going to, we're going to stop. We're going to stop here. And if you want to find out more about like how to work with Laura, go to Laura Sprinkle, which I love your last name, laurasprinkle.com slash Rick. And you can find out there. Laura, thank you for being on this podcast. Thank you for having me. This was so fun. Mm, you're welcome. And uh, hope to have you back again. Let's do it. All right. Hope you enjoyed that conversation with Laura. You can listen to it again because that's the beauty of a podcast. I will link up how to connect with her in the podcast show notes. And if you haven't yet left a rating or review over on Apple Podcasts, please take like 10 seconds to do so. It super helps out the show. Also, make sure that you're subscribed to the podcast so you don't miss out on any future episodes. And if you're listening on Spotify, there's that yellow follow button. Can you do me a big favor and hit that, please? My name's Quajo, just filling in for Rick while he's on his sabbatical. If you need Facebook ads help or you want to get your funnel fixed or like we talked about with Laura, you're just having the launch and you didn't quite see that traditional 60% of sales come in at the end and you want to know, Quajo, what's wrong? How can we tweak this? Go to Quajo.com, Q-U-A-Y-J-O, and fill out the contact form so we can see how I can best help you out. Thank you for listening today. And until next time, be blessed. Bye. Do you want to avoid the seven biggest mistakes that burn through course creators' ad money? I see these over and over and over again, and I put them together in a mini email series. This is not fluff. Each of the seven mistakes, I also have a recorded video tutorial showing you inside of Facebook Ad Manager how to fix those mistakes. This is good, solid, and it will save you money or help you make more money with your Facebook ads. Click down in the show notes below. You'll see the link and you can go download it right now for free.